Hi, I'm Tay. And I'm Emily. And this is Raised on Reality. A comedy rewatch podcast where two friends talk and snark. Mostly snark. About the reality shows that raised us. So, welcome back to Raised on Reality. Welcome back. This is a very special episode because we are back to just us. Again, it feels like it's been a really long time since it was just the two of us, but still, I'm, I'm excited. <laughs> so, yeah. this is a very special episode also because we are talking about Jill Dillard's book called Counting the Cost. Actually, it's Jill and Derek's, but he doesn't really have any point of view from him but I mean he like helped her write the book so whatever yeah she narrates it um (laughs) but it kind of reminds me of like when shiny happy people came out and there's just so much to talk about with it I dare to I think it's better than shiny happy people I mean Mm -hmm. okay no I take that back I think it is just as interesting and I think yeah. it, it's more interesting to me because while IBLP is fascinating, I wanted to focus more on the families of it, like, and all the, you know, intricacies of it all. I didn't really care for just some of the extra stuff that they threw in, like, at the end, like the Joshua generation and everything. I was yeah. just like, I want to talk about what we were talking about in the beginning. <laughs> that being said, I enjoyed this all throughout. Yeah, Shiny Happy People was kind of all over the place. Um, it was. It, it had it had a lot to say. It was great, but uh, the topics were just kind of jumping back and forth, whereas this was more detailed events in chronological order ever yes. since she Joe got married, pretty much, or started courting, right. really. Right. So I guess we can just jump in. Do you have anything that you want to start with? I guess just let people know, like, it, we've read the book, so if you haven't read the yes. book and you don't want spoilers or, like, plan on reading it, or you don't want to know exactly what happens, like, that's what we're going to do. So it's kind of like reading it so that you don't have to, or just kind of a discussion about it so that you can join our little book club. This is more like a discussion than a review, I think, because we have no business reviewing books, but we can just speak to what we know and what we knew and what we learned. So if you want to hear us discuss it, that's what we're going to be doing. First and foremost, did you enjoy the book? I think it's pretty clear. I did. Um, I, like, couldn't put it down. You know, like, Ginger's book, I could kind of put it down and take some breaks and be like, all right, I guess guess I'll pick it back up again. I wasn't really, like, buried into it. This one, I was like, oh, my gosh, what's going to happen next? Like, I couldn't wait to get through it. Yeah, Ginger's I had playing... And after, like, a few minutes, I was like, I haven't even been listening. I don't even know what she's saying. <laughs> you know, like, there was no zinger yeah. things that I was like, oh, I should rewind. And, you know, I was just like, I don't even care. Mm-hmm. Which if is I so was, mean, yeah. but. Well, if I was doing, like, a report on the IBLP, I would read Ginger's book. Okay, if I just yeah. wanted to know straight up facts about the IBLP. If That's I really cool. wanted to know about somebody's life, I would read Jill's book. Yeah. And I also like, I loved the book, but I also really, just a side note, love how she's left room for if she wanted to write more books. Yeah, like, she, she t- so she good. 
she told a lot of stories, but she also kind of, like, again, only told so many stories from a certain point of time, sort of. Mm -hmm. So I think that's important to know because, I mean, it leaves the door open, I I think, for multiple, if she wants to, if she, if she enjoys it. Um, mm-hmm. And Ginger, too, but Ginger's was just like, okay. <laughs> also, I think so, too, yeah. What, New? Go ahead. Um, yeah, I was just going to say that, too. I, th- I think she could definitely write another one if she wanted, and she's a pretty good writer when it's mm-hmm. not Chad Gallagher writing for her. Right, right. Well, and this was... I liked everything that I've heard about their, they even called him a ghostwriter, this Craig Borlais man. Mm-hmm. He sounds cool. And he just kind of sounded like someone that they would hang out with and talk to, and then he would just kind of, like, I'm sure they wrote a lot of it. I feel like they wrote a little bit of it, but he kind of just translated the mm-hmm. stories and everything. But, um, and he did a really good job, I think. Oh, yeah. It was, it was an easy read, and it it hooks you in. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. So it opens with this little prologue about basically explaining, not even explaining, but just showing um, a snippet about when they're on the sleds. She's on, she's sledding with Derek. It was February. And she's... I got confused for a second because she was like, we were talking about wedding venues and I was like, February, but they got engaged yeah. in March. And then she's like, we were about to get engaged. And I was like, of course. You would you would talk about it before you were getting engaged, but go on. True Duggar style. Mm-hmm. She was she was twenty three at that point. Yes, when they got married, I think she was twenty two when they were engaged because her birthday's mm-hmm. in May, mm-hmm. and then twenty three when they got married. Yeah, but in that little prologue, Michelle yells at them for sharing a sled. No boys and girls sharing. Sl- I'm not. I don't have a good Michelle voice. But I could see it so much that I could see oh, her yeah. smile and her shiver. Like, yeah. Hey kids. hey kids. Remember, no boys and girls sharing sleds. Also, uh, were you not like? Is this when people think he killed the cat? I thought so too. When he kicked <laughs> the cat. Yeah. But that was such a story. I'm like, uh-huh. yeah, oh well. First of all, I'm on the cat side still, but like, I was like. Oh my god, it was just so, people were so mad about it, and it was like, did you, like, I don't think it's that serious, it's obviously, it's no Jamie Lynn and her Tesla killing cats, but. When when people were talking about it, I thought that he, like, kicked this cat down a mountain, but I don't think he even kicked it, he was just like, No, he, like, moved the cat out of the way so that the cat wouldn't get run over by the sled, but people were like, he pushed it off the hill into the (laughs) snow, I'm like, okay. But anyway, I was, like, thinking, is that the cat incident? Which I'm I think still on the cat side, too, though. Well, yeah, if <laughs> if the cat had lasting trauma, but still. I'm surprised, I'm impressed and surprised that at that point, at the sled moment, Derek didn't run. Yeah. And be like, you people are too much for me. This is too weird. I know. Well, not even the sled moment. I'm like, how many moments do you think he had right? thoughts like that? He even said, with the whole chaperone thing, he was like, I'm 25, I'm not used to having someone with me all the time. I love that for them. I mean, Derek is who he is, and people have a lot of opinions on him, but for me, and, like, I don't, I condemn him for all the transphobic shit and everything and all the race, not racist, but, like, homophobic, all that stuff in the past that he's carefully 
left in the past. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for what it's worth, I think he's a very good husband and partner. I think he seems like a very nice guy mm-hmm. in general. I was going to ask, my, my first question, I think, was what are your thoughts on Jill and Derek before you read the book and after you read the book? Okay. I love this question. Can I answer it now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Before I read the book, I thought Derek was very, um, in, like, a before Shiny Happy People. This is, like, kind of when they were being very quiet, like, after they left the show when they were low-key. Mm-hmm. At that point, I thought he was kind of stuck up. I thought he was kind yeah. of a jerk. He seemed like a dick. Um, he seemed controlling. Mm-hmm. And after, I'm like, oh, she is so lucky to have him. Not like she's lucky to have him, but like, I'm happy that she had him to mm-hmm. not guide her because he didn't. And he, I think that's a really important thing is she didn't, and this could just be how it was written. She didn't make it seem like he didn't control her. Like mm-hmm. he was very much on the outside from the beginning, it seemed like. Yeah. Like, he didn't agree with a lot of stuff, but he also was letting, it was like, it seemed like he was letting her have her own journey. He wasn't trying to, I mean, he was helping her, like, when she needed help. That's why I think it's really great that he was there. But, like, just with some of the stories she told about things and him just being, like, whatever, you know, just whatever mm-hmm. you're comfortable with. Like, I love you. And, like, he was just, he seemed like a solid partner. Yeah. And I think now, like I said, that all that is in the past. Hopefully, he does not have any more tantrums on Twitter. <laughs> I think he seems like a nice guy. He's a good guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he has a, and he has a real job, like a cool, like a good job. Yeah, my view um, of him has definitely changed too. How's that? Um, Tell me. So, I'm kind of like you before, when they were kind of quiet and he was making a bunch of enemies on Twitter. I was like. Yeah. Derek, shut up. Like, did you have all this, like, bottled up rage when you were on the show and now suddenly you're... Well, that's like, true, because... Getting to your voice for the first time. Like, he, he was acting like... He, he had, like, different. just gotten out of... Yeah, he acted like... He had, like, just gotten out of an NDA or something and had so much to say, and it was all negative. And... Yeah. Yeah, was... I, I was... I was kind of, like, drilled, you know, what you gotten yourself into? Because... Mm-hmm. That doesn't seem like someone Jill would associate with. But after yeah. um, after having read it, like, I really do admire his bravery for standing up to Jim Bob so many times. Yeah. I'm and... glad, like, he was not uh, – it just makes me so curious for how, like, the Austins and the Dare – or not the – like, Austin and Ben. I could not think of Ben's <laughs> name. Mm-hmm. For all the husbands and I'm like I'm so curious I want to be flies on the wall where the other they hus- are if they ever read the book besides also- Jeremy all the other husbands are so far up Jim Bob's ass it's ridiculous he is but I feel like Jeremy regrets it because I think Jeremy yeah. really like was charmed by the whole TV thing and then obviously well we could get to it where people are starting to think or saying you know well Jim Bob and um, Jeremy and Ginger are still under his thumb because they signed that contract. Mm-hmm. So that's why her book was so watered down. I'm like, no, her book was watered down because she just didn't want to talk about it. I mean, she it was watered down because she <sighs> wrote it about IVLP. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, it, you could say that. But then also people are saying, like, 
Oh, well, we can get into it later, but just how literally every other couple is still under Jim Bob's authority, basically. Yeah. As far as, like, financial things. Mm-hmm. And how is, how's your view of Jill changed before and after the book? Oh my god, I love her. I just want <laughs> to put her in a little blanket and snuggle her and apologize for everything I've ever said negatively about her. Because in the beginning she was just awkward and it was mm-hmm. like, I didn't really think much of her before. And then she got married and I was like, oh my god, I love him. They're just like a nerdy little couple. In the beginning I, th- I thought like he was so cute. It, like we were saying... On Twitter, he was so different because on the show, he was kind of like this little muskrat guy. I know. thought Jill, when when Jill started courting and got engaged, she was so cringe. Oh, yes, she was cringy. Totally. She was cringy, but I was so here for it because I was just so happy yeah. for her. And I was like, he's gone to college. He has a job. Like, and he's not from a family with 12 kids, you know? And I was just mm-hmm. so, and they were just cute. It was very cringy, but it was very cute. It was very cringe. I, for me, the cringe overpowered the cuteness, but that could have been just edits and right. what the producers wanted. But I, I, up until she got married and everything, I like didn't have too many opinions on her. I thought she was fine. and then. But I remember being on the ba- bandwagon when they started doing the missions and had Israel, and I was like on the bandwagon of, why are they, you know, they're grifters. Why are they asking us for money? Because we didn't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That they didn't have a lot of money, obviously. And we didn't know that they had to raise money for the missions, as she put in this book. Mm-hmm. It was like, you had to come up with your own money. Yeah. And then I just have met, like, specific memories of making, not making fun, but, like, calling her out. I Not me personally, but, like, being on that, like, bandwagon in the comments of liking comments of people when she would, like, wear Israel on a sling or something and everybody's like that is how babies die and like (laughs) suffocate and he and you know all the car seat drama like it was very much it was a lot of like why is your baby on the bare floor you know like Mm -hmm. annoying people like that like your baby's not wearing socks on the floor you know like Mm -hmm. stuff like that so I just if I ever saw her I would just apologize not that I even like did anything but I thought that you know I was like haha yeah she's yeah. a bad mom but like obviously I wasn't serious and I didn't go after her or anything obviously because I have not been blocked I'm just okay. kidding <laughs> but now I, I just love I just think she's so mm. strong and she's so much smarter yes. than I gave her credit for than she's ever sounded oh for sure I said like I definitely have that people pleasing side that she had in the beginning when she was sweet Jilly Muffin and never wanted to rock the boat didn't tattle on anyone didn't want to stir things up always obeyed her parents and wanted to obey her parents and didn't want anything hanging over her head like any fights or anything I was so much like that I still am so there were so many times where I was like, okay, now this is this is where you give in to Jim Bob. This is when you give in to Jim Bob. This is when you say like, okay, Jim Bob, that's okay. I'll, I'll take the 80,000 or I'll, I'll take the 20,000. Let's just reconcile our relationship. Because at some points I was like, especially after Jim Bob gave that long list of things that he's paid for for her Fuck over him. the years. I know, Fuck but him. at that point, at that point, even though I wouldn't have agreed, I probably would have been like, okay, I'm, you went. Oh, I would have been she, so 
I would have felt I, so guilty. I would have felt so guilty. And she, she kept going until she got what was rightfully hers. And I was like, like, even though it was so hard and she made enemies and she had fights and she had to be confrontational. And I'm, yeah, I was just like so proud because I was like, I, I wouldn't have been able to do that. I would not have no. been able to. I, I eventually would have given in to Jim Bob and not gotten what I wanted just for the sake of pleasing my I dad. Think, yeah, I think it just shows how patient her and Derek are because mm-hmm. I don't think I would have that kind of patience. Obviously, I would want everybody to be happy and I'm a people pleaser. But at the same time, it's like I don't have I wouldn't have the patience to stick that out until mm-hmm. like you know, ride that out and see the end of the tunnel mm-hmm. or the light at the end of the tunnel. So I'm so proud of her for doing that. And that's why I'm also very glad that Derek was there being like, this is not right. Mm-hmm. Like at every step of the way, he's like, well, no, that's just not, not even like your dad's evil or like, don't, you shouldn't listen to him. You need to be not, and he wasn't, he did it in a way that it didn't seem like he was belittling her or mm-hmm. making her feel dumb or stuff like that like he was just very much like no this is what this is the right thing to do and this is what's right and we just need to be patient Mm -hmm. and stand our ground and he'll come around and whatever Mm -hmm. and he was the only one out of all the siblings and the in-laws that was like the math isn't mathing I have some honest I have some honest questions that I would like answered and I'm going to confront them and then Mm -hmm. I thought it was funny at one point after like one of the very first confrontations, Jill was like shaking and up all night, couldn't eat, couldn't sleep. And she was like, Derek slept very soundly. Yeah. And I was like, that's so funny because that was so be me, like up pacing the floors, heart racing after I had to confront someone. And like if Scott would have been in that same situation, he would just be like snoring loudly, like nothing happened. He kind of has like a, he has like a Derek energy. In a good way. Yeah. In, like, a smart, in, like, a brainiac way. Yeah, it would be, like, why why worry about right. something and also, we can't control or hasn't yeah. happened yet. And also just being chill. Yeah, very chill. Okay, so let's see. I wrote down some moments that I found very shocking. Or just, oh, like, good. some of the, just some of the, because we're not going to go chapter by chapter because then we just mm-hmm. get lost in our thoughts. We're just going to talk and just talk openly, I think. Yeah, I think that's my, the best thing. That's a good one, because my next question was, like, what moments made you go, OMG, I didn't know that. Okay, <laughs> I have a couple. So, and they're not in order, but I can try and do that. Let's see. Just first of all, the fact, like, again, that Derek was willingly, not that he has anything, I'm not trying, I don't want this to sound like i that he was stupid or anything but like the fact that he joined the show and married her and then still was like wait we have to wait for people magazine to announce this or like oh Mm -hmm. like your dad owns us like I don't know how he got that far but I'm glad that he did because it like the timing was good for him to realize it so but like in just in general I'm a little surprised that he was just he seemed so taken aback Mm-hmm. about just some of the rules for TV. I think people, yeah, people like Ben were probably like, wow, okay. we get we get to announce to People Magazine Right, first. well, and that's way yeah. to think about it. But also Ben, they also got Ben in a very, at a young age where mm-hmm. I feel like 
not anything sinister. I think they just, he just was comfortable. They just Mm -hmm. kept him comfortable. Um, so yeah, that was one thing. Another thing was, and this was just a little thing, and I'm just like, oh yeah, I could see that, was when she was talking about filming births, and she was like, my mom's had some trouble with them, and then Anna had a moment in one of her births that she said, she explicitly said she didn't want Mm -hmm. to be included, and they, she's like, they cut it out of the reruns, or no, they cut it out of the first airing, and then they play it in reruns or something, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that was toilet birth. I know. With, it, with Josh standing there going, we're going to have the baby on the toilet. Well, that could that one didn't help. That didn't help. Okay. But yeah, I think it was toilet birth. Yeah, and I was just like, well, that sucks for Anna. Anyway, mm-hmm. <laughs> the another Josh thing was him being at the Megyn Kelly interview. I said like, that too. Why? So... And if you've seen the Megyn Kelly interview, they did seem very careful with their words because, you know, we know now, like, Chad Gallagher rehearsed them and what to say. And it was for damage control and it was to get the show back up and running. But now I know, again, why they were so, so careful is because Josh was sitting on the couch, like, out of shot. Yeah. Watching in earshot. Like, like nodding, nodding along to what they were saying. Also, because... And now that I think about it, I am like, Jill, who else would have said this? But when she was talking about when they were at the cabin and Jim Bob was working with Chad, like, okay, we need to do an interview. We're going to do Megan Kelly. Who wants to do it? And she's like, was the first one to be like, oh, I will. And mm-hmm. then it took a while for Jessica to be like, I'll do it too. And so I'm like, what? Like, how awful of the siblings to just be like, cool, Jill's doing it. Like, but I get it, because it's also, like, they're not going to make Joy do it. And that's, mm-hmm. I guess, Ginger. Mm-hmm. And I always thought it was because it's the two married daughters. And mm-hmm. they maybe, not that I think it, but I think maybe, like, Jim Bob was like, well, they have more authority because they're married. You know, like, something like mm-hmm. that. But it does seem like she was, like, um, all, you know, out of obligation and trying to be sweet chili muffin, as she says. Yeah. Of her being like, oh, I'll do it. And then just like, I can imagine the crickets and be like, okay, and anybody else, like, let's join in. So that sucked. Like, that was hard to hear. Yeah. And then the other moment in the cat when, so this cabin thing is they went to a cabin in either like Oklahoma or Missouri or something, like the friend's cabin. And this was right when the um, police report was published. And the whole family went up there, and Jill was like, Derek still had the work, so we would go on the weekends and visit. And Josh was there, and he would be joking around and laughing, mm-hmm. you know, with people or whatever. And Michelle going, Josh! Mm-hmm. And she's like, it is not your You're fault. You're behind this. this. Was, she's like, it's not your fault that this yeah. was released, but you still did it. It is still your fault. Like, I was like, fuck. Yeah, Michelle. I'm so glad she said that, because Anna certainly wasn't going to. Well, no. Jim Bob, Jim Bob certainly wasn't going to, and it is his fault. Yeah. Because there, there would be no police report if he hadn't done what he did. I know. And he also, had no, rem- no remorse. Okay, I want to hear what you think about Michelle portrayed in this book and how you feel about her after reading the book, I guess. I think... I don't think she knew a lot about what Jim Bob was doing with the money. I, I think she was in the dark about just as much. 
That makes and sense. then when she started to find out, she was kind of like, oh, I don't agree with it, but he's my husband, so I think, I'm going to be a good IBLP wife. I think it's the same thing. I think there were a lot of moments in this book where I was like, oh my god, like, she mm-hmm. is a person. Mm-hmm. Not, a, not a ton of moments, but there were a few... Like, when she brought the contract that they had been asking for Jim Bob to give them for, like, three years. Mm-hmm. And it was the deadline, but she still brought it over. That was mm-hmm. also a weird story. They were like, she rapped on the door at 12.15 a.m. and But then continued to knock, and then they didn't answer. I Well, okay, I don't think they knew it was her until they saw the car drive away. Yeah. But it was just, like, a weird story where they're like and then she just left the contract and blah 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 and I'm like okay but like when she would talk when Jill would talk about a particularly like hard argument or text exchange or something like that with Jim Bob she was also there were moments when she would be like the next time I talked to my mom she'd be like oh I'm so glad that you didn't and this is her defending Jim Bob but at the same time it is like her acknowledging his behavior of her being like I'm so glad that you didn't answer that because he was just not in the right mood or whatever so she's making excuses for him but mm-hmm. she's still being like I'm just glad that you didn't have to deal with him mm-hmm. and that and you know I, I think Michelle ultimately wants a relationship with Jill because they were very close growing up and always had been Yeah, Jill was very much like Michelle like wanted a whole bunch of kids and love to babysit and all that and I think ultimately Michelle really does want a relationship with her and is very sad and hurt that they don't have a good one right now and that there's a wedge between them but yeah. a good a good mom using their mom instincts would have stepped in after the police report and been like you're not going to put my daughters through that interview yeah you're like we're going to give them privacy and we're going to protect them right now, is what a good mom would have done. It's very interesting that you say that, because I was just watching, you know, the SVU episode about, kind of, it was supposed to be, like, a take on the Duggar family. Did you ever watch that one? I don't think so. It's a good one. I've seen it a couple times, but it, I watched it, it was just on TV the other day, and I watched it, and at the end, it's, like, the whole time she's, like, just being... Like, it is very much Michelle Mm -hmm. just not acknowledging things, just pushing things under the rug. And then at the end, she's like, I want to see that, like, the guy. Like, I want to see that bastard in jail. Like, I don't care about the damn show. I'll testify. (laughs) They'll, like, my kids will testify. My husband will testify. Like, she really, and I'm like, okay, that's where you lose me because that's not what Michelle will do. I would love to see Michelle bust out and stand up for her kids and for herself. But I don't think, I don't know. I'm like, I just... I just, it's hard because she just doesn't, because she's just so tied, to, she's just so trapped, but also mm-hmm. just like, what else is she going to do? I feel like she's trapped, but it's also like, she's not trapped. No, and uh, yeah, I, I just wish that she used her mom instincts instead of having Jim Bob suppress them and exactly. stand up for her daughters. I mean... She used, she used everything she had to stand up for Josh and write the judge's letters and protect his privacy. Yeah, like, but how much of that was that Jim Bob telling her to do it? That's what I'm saying. I know, but a mom, I feel like, yeah. 
with your mom instincts would have done everything you could to protect the girls. And I don't know, like maybe she wanted to and Jim Bob wouldn't let her, not wouldn't let her because she's an adult and she can do what she wants. But I don't know. I think, I think she was just as much in the dark about a lot of things as she, as Jill was. Yeah. So also we know who wrote the famous letter that Oprah's people picked up. That triggered the investigation. Jill, that was the whole, right? Yeah, it was Kaylee. Kaylee, yeah. Because she, apparently, it's like she wrote down how she felt about his actions as if she were writing to somebody. But then she didn't send it to anybody. She put it in a book. Mm-hmm. And then, I don't know, I mean, they're like, and then she let the, a person borrow. I'm like, yeah, okay. I mean, I get that, but it's like, how do you, I mean, she must have either, like, known she was doing it, or she, like, truly forgot that she'd put the letter there, but she, mm-hmm. like, lo- she loaned the book out, and whoever found it, I think, reported. hmm Yeah, so that was a big, I think, a bombshell, that when I realized what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, another one was, this wasn't a bombshell, but I was just gonna ask you if you think it was Mr. Holt during that water balloon fight that was like, what are you guys doing? Or um, was it the queries, I think, that had like 13 kids? And Well, their dad was dead, but I uh, don't know when he died, so it could have been. They had like 13 kids or something. They were at the Duggar's house, okay. and he, uh, two of the kids were sitting on the stairs with James, and he was like, all right, kids. Or he, he, didn't, he even said it mainly. He was like, kids, time to go, and they immediately stood up without hesitation and went, yes, sir. Wait, where did, who said that? Uh, they, they just had a bunch of friends over on, it was like an early episode of 17 Kids and Counting. Really? Yeah, I don't know who it was. It might have been the queries or, um, I don't know, someone else in the IBLP. But that dad gave me really bad vibes. I don't remember him. That's so weird. I don't remember that at all. It was creepy. Okay. He was, he was, like, ordering, like, his army of boot camp trainees. That's, oh, yikes. Okay, let's see. I also think the mediation mm-hmm. was insane. I felt bad that they were, like, we had three people from the church that decided, or that agreed to be our mediators, and I was like, that's mistake one. Yeah. And then one of them dropped out. That's not great, but you've got two if you still want to do this. We're like, I guess you're still doing this. Oh, last minute, the second one dropped out. So now there's just one. And I'm like, so just cancel it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I don't know why they didn't just cancel it. So the whole thing is they have this mediation. They just want to discuss. They just want to get Jim Bob. I'm, I'm thinking they want to get Jim Bob in a space where he can't walk away, make excuses, explain things away. Mm-hmm. And they, um, they, wanted to sh- they wanted to talk about the contract, the money. Yes. And the missions, and, like, Jill had these points on her phone, and Mm -hmm. they never got to them. Yeah, the missions thing, like, they had a bank account for their mission, Mm -hmm. and I think Jim Bob or Chad was a donor, and then at one point they checked it, and it had some money left, and then it was gone. When, basically, after they had, like, officially tried to leave the show, I think Chad was, like, ooh, sucking that money out. Mm Mm-hmm. And so they had this whole mediation about it. And 
it did not go well. It sounded horrific. It sounded like Jim Bob screaming. It's just like one of those things where you're like, I can't imagine him screaming. Just like I can't imagine Michelle really being that mad. Mm-hmm. I, I can kind of picture it. I mean, I can picture it. I just, like, yeah. it's weird to think about him, like, actually being off the rails. I mean, I believe it. But I'm having that because he tries to be so jolly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I don't really know what he's like off camera because he doesn't let people see. And I don't really want to know. I mean, Mm -hmm. I want to know, but I don't want to see because it sounds fucking terrifying. So, did you have any other bombshell? Like, Um, OMG. (laughs) Throw the Bible down on the floor like Joy. I thought it was really silly and funny that um, Jim Bob tried to make Derek go to rehab because he had one beer one time. That was hysterical. The same same rehab that Josh went to, nonetheless. Yeah, he was like, he found out that Derek had two beers with his friend one night Mm -hmm. and offered to send him to rehab. Like, what the fuck? And there, there was one, I think it was like around this, like, remember that train wreck of a fall party they had? No. When Josh was in rehab and they were like, we're going to have a fall feast. And all the girls yes. burned everything and Anna's yes, small kitchen. Oh, I just watched it. Yeah. I think it was but around I, that time. I was drunk. <laughs> it was like okay. midnight the other night. I will never be sober enough to watch that again. But, I don't know. It was like, uh, well, first of all, they had it at Jess's house, I think. And I'm like, yeah. again, oh, yeah. mistake one. Like cook it's it so at tiny. home. Can't feed cook it at home. There. Put it in containers and take it to Jess's if you absolutely mm-hmm. have to have it at Jess's. Or, like I don't know, I just hate when they voluntarily host parties in that little thousand square foot house. I know, and that's without even all the film crew that we don't even see. Yeah, but literally, but yes, you're uh, saying it's it surprised not surprised me, but angered me that Jim Bob was like bragging about how well Josh was doing there. He's one of their best guys. He's a role model for the others. Like, mm-hmm. are, we, are we supposed to throw him a parade or something? I know. Seriously, <laughs> my God. That like, was awful. He's and he's a molester. Uh-huh. And, and how they were talking about how Ashley Madison happened, and everyone's just like, poor Anna, poor kids were just devastated and it's like hmm. but but let's put Jill on TV to explain why she was molested mm-hmm. I guess they had to make Anna talk too so that was good but still she said like two words yeah I mean what else is she gonna say it's devastating mm-hmm. when they had their first meeting with the mediator though that was before Josh had gotten arrested, so before the CSA oh, really? and stuff. Oh, well, yeah, it was... was like way before. But, but Jill did say, "You treat me worse than my pedophile brother," and I was like, "Wait, this was bu- this was before yeah. the CP allegations and all." I that. was shocked when it came up before she had expl- like before she had talked about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she said, and she said, "Pedophile brother," and mm-hmm. I had I had read like a little snippet of that in the article before I read the book. Yeah, and I, I just that was a assumed. Big yeah, I just assumed that that was after he'd been arrested. Yeah, but this like was, very this was way before that. Mm-mm-mm. This is way before that. She she said, "You treat me worse than my pedophile brother," and 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 then Jim Bob didn't even answer that. He was just like, "Well, well," and then stammered. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, 
I love it. I love it. I mean, I hate it, but I, li- I live for it, though. Yeah. Yeah, I've... I, yeah, I love the cheekiness of that and not the cheekiness of that, but like the bravery of that and the cheekiness of the pina colada picture. Mm-hmm. She was like, it, we just had a really long day and Israel went to kindergarten and we we're just celebrating and I just decided I'm going to leave it in the picture and mm-hmm. post the picture. And I was like, good for you. Mm-hmm. Although I don't I believe, I don't believe that Derek has never drank himself drunk. Because they I mean, claim he went, that he's he never college, been drunk, so. and he claims to have never had more than two beers in one sitting. But then he, today, so today, just before this, I was watching that Q&A video that they did for, like, a book signing. Somehow mm. it's on YouTube. Glad I didn't pay for it, because it's on mm. YouTube. And he briefly mentions having been in a fraternity. And, and I was yeah, like, then you Right, which is not bad. I just think it's annoying and... And maybe he hasn't, but, I mean, just say, like, it's not a big deal. Maybe if he if he ever did it with that, Jim Bob would, like, put well, a 5150 yeah. on him. <laughs> it literally, involuntary. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we know Jeremy's been drunk, like, Jeremy admitted it. <laughs> well, because he couldn't hide a DUI or whatever, a drunken, public disorderly. In, public yeah. yeah, public intoxication. Oh, another okay. um, OMG moment was when she wore leggings to the theme park and was so I felt bad for her again because she was so nervous about doing such a normal thing like she put on leggings and a long t-shirt and a coat and tennis shoes and and the family was there anyway I know I felt so bad she was like Derek how do I look and he like was on his phone like huh good like he didn't even yeah it doesn't matter i'm kind of glad that he didn't make a big deal out of it yeah i I am too but this poor girl of course was so nervous when she saw her family tried to dodge it tried to like sit down and use the nursing blanket to cover it and then Mm -hmm. jim bob still called her up to his room like she was 12 and lectured her on the on the dangers of it if my dad were jim bob Mm -hmm. and you said come up to my room alone hell no to lecture you on pants. To lecture you and to do God knows what. I'm like, I'm not in that house. I would not be alone with anybody. It's humiliating. And I don't blame her at all for And then here's this not wanting to go back to his house after that. Yeah. Well, he was also just mad that she didn't ask his opinion first. Because this whole thing was Ginger called us before she started wearing pants. And she explained why she was going to do it. And you just did it on your own. You know, he was mad that she didn't ask his opinion. He, she didn't ask his permission. Mm-hmm. Which she did then for the nose ring. She was like, all right, fine, I'm going to tell you first, but I'm still well, going to do it. she didn't ask permission. She just yeah. she did tell him, and then they were yeah. like, what the fuck? <laughs> they flipped out. Yeah. Let's see. Oh, I want to see, who do you think she mentions um, further on in the book that the dad of a Duggar daughter-in-law was like, I want to talk to you, Jill. I want to get to know you because I feel like you... Basically, I feel like your parents have been lying about you or your dad has been telling lies about you. And, like, brainwashing. I think it was either one of the twins, girls, or Claire. That's what I think. I think it was... That's a well, recent one. Recently, or when I first thought about it, I was like, oh, I want to, I want it to be Dwayne. Because I just wanted it mm. to be him. And then I was like, well, maybe it was Paul Caldwell because he had that falling out with Jim Bob. 
but I don't think that's realistic. I think probably Hannah Wisman's dad. Mm-hmm. Or someone even said Abby's dad, and that would make sense too. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, again, I'm like, it's too hard to figure. It was too vague. But I'm Although so Abby's, Abby's parents go to conferences that Jimbo and Michelle speak at, so maybe not her. But don't, um, don't the Wismans? Yeah, but what? Or it, it could have been Katie's dad or Claire's dad. I don't think it's Katie's because Katie's dad thinks the sun shines out of Jim Bob's ass. I'm pretty <laughs> sure. Because she's married okay. to Jed. She's married to the Josh Jr. True, true. Maybe it's Claire's dad then. And But then people um, are like, okay, but then her mom is up Jim Bob's ass. So, I don't know. I do think it could be Claire, huh. but I think most likely, I don't know. Because it's like, people say mm-hmm. Hannah's dad, but it's also like, only because you don't know him. You don't know anything about, I mean... People probably do know more about them because I've heard their names before. But it could have been uh, Lauren's dad. But yeah, just had a process of elimination. I, I would suspect no. But all of the wives are in the IBLP, right? They all chose an IBLP girl. I think so. Let me. think so yeah I don't know if Katie I think she I don't know because now I'm like thinking and I know I'm gonna forget somebody Katie's the one whose parents are divorced though right yes and she got totally brainwashed by her dad I think mm-hmm. I think yeah everybody yeah they all married IBLP <laughs> girls and then all the girls married well not ginger but married local guys mm-hmm. and then when when she talked about like one of her brothers came over to talk about a girl he liked and didn't want Jim Bob's yeah. control over it do you think that was Justin I think so but then part of me thought that maybe it was a little further on than Justin and maybe it was um Jeremiah or but then oh. people are also thinking like maybe it was John it's like I don't know I honestly don't know, but I think maybe Justin. I think the signs point to Justin. The only reason I thought Justin, because, like, I knew Justin, they deemed him as, like, troubled. Like, he was caught making out with a girl before. Yeah. Um, But also, he he up and left to Texas. Right. During COVID, like, ran as fast as he could and was like, all right, peace out. Even before he was married, he's like, I'm courting this girl, so I live here now. I'm moving far away. Yeah. And I that was Jill's advice, like. Yeah. Great, you have an out. Go take it. Exactly. Yeah, do you remember what she told them? Or did she even say what she, she said? She didn't really even say. No. She was just like, oh, she was just like, I helped him navigate. Um, who do you think were the siblings that she alleges came to her house to be like Jim Bob's minions? I think it was Jed. Jed, Jessa. Uh, I already, well, yeah, I already forgot kind of, like, what they were doing. Was it just, like, dad's mad at you, you need to fix this with dad or something like that? Yeah, and it was, like. And, like, we're fine now because we got the $80,000. Yeah, so yeah. I don't know like, why like, you're like you so need, mad. Yeah, like, you need to be grateful that we got such a big gift like this. And you're tearing Jessa. the family apart. I, I could see Jessa being like that. I could see, uh, but I could see Jed because Jed's just a dick. Mm-hmm. Ugh. 
And Jed and um, Jill never really seemed that close. No, but, like, so, was she even close to Justin? Like, Justin Not was... really. James, James was her buddy. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I could definitely see Jed mm-hmm. um, or, being um, the little politician that he is. I always forget Jason. Me too. I wonder if he had anything to do with it. Because is he the one that people... I get the mix. I get it mixed up with James and Justin. Even though Justin's married. But I get him mixed up with those guys mm-hmm. now. Because they all have social media. And they all, like, do the same shit. And Yeah. <laughs> but one of them... I can't keep up because, like, everybody talks about one of them seems to be rebelling. But then I always get... Once I think it's one of them, they do something opposite of rebelling. I don't know. It's mm-hmm. very confusing. So... And I then think... I I bet Joe and Kendra went over there for like Ooh, that's two minutes and then Joe was like such a wimp and Yeah, like, he's like, oh, Okay. But, but Pops is a good guy and Kendra was just like, Uh huh, we love you, we love you, bye. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's probably the end of that. I also just get the vibe that Joe and Kendra don't give a crap about people I mean, like not in like a fuck you way, but not and not in a lazy way either, but I think they're just like I can't see them being minions. No, I, I could see them being like, We wanna stay completely out of it, we mm-hmm. love everyone and But I also could see them being like dense enough to be like, Oh, we're the nice ones, we'll go do it you know? Yeah, and I'm sure they volunteered, but I'm sure it was also like a two minute conversation. Where right. Jill then asked them for privacy and boundaries, and they were like, okay, and then backed off and ran away. Right. Right. Or it could have been Jessa. I don't trust her at all. I oh, think, I, think, okay. I think Jessa Jessa probably fought with her quite a bit. I, because she can't let her have, like, one fucking day of attention. <laughs> Thursday, Jessa announced her pregnancy, by the way. Of course like, she did. the obvious one, like, no shit. And apparently she started a Facebook, or had a Facebook, and, which I notice is, like, Joy got one too, I think, or started using it recently again. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jessa posted 16 posts within an hour or something the night before the book came out. Like, that's fucking insane. That is manic. Also, it was, like, really dumb shit like sayings mm-hmm. of seawalls yeah i i think i mean jill J- jessa loves jim bob way too much i just don't get it i don't get and it why is the biggest bitch can't get her head out of her ass because she's so much like him oh you know you just hit and the nail on the head also she admits all the time she's like yeah I was a difficult child growing up I didn't listen very well like that doesn't excuse you no but I I think I don't know maybe maybe she feels like that IBLP guilt now and she's like I I didn't honor honor them back then so I have to now or she's like I I wasn't the perfect child I didn't listen very well and so like like I owe it to them or something maybe Um, I just think she's a bitch She's, she has that same smug look that Jim Bob always has. Well, I think you're totally right about that. She is like a female Jim Bob. 
Mm-hmm. I don't think so much, I don't think she's as much of a narcissist, but she definitely thinks she is something else. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also just think, again, with the differences between Ben and Derek, Derek had a job and a life outside of the Duggar family. Mm-hmm. He had a job that took him outside of it, and, you know, a life that kept him outside of it, like a real... He didn't, literally, his parents did not drop him off on the doorstep as a teenager. He had a life before. Yeah, Yeah. he had a life before and had a lifestyle. Ben was like baby Moses floating down the river. (laughs) (laughs) They dropped him off. Up to the Duggar's house. He came down in the umbrella like the Grinch. And so where Derek has all these outlets, Ben doesn't. I mean, mm-hmm. as far as we know, I'll give it to him that I think he used to listen to, like, Lil Wayne and watch actual TV, because he does, he seems very smart, and I like that mm-hmm. about him. He seems, when he mentioned Jane Austen in that one episode, I would have been done. I think but he's book smart. I think book, he's smart, book smart, but not, not worldly but smart. I think just the different, I mean, he immediately started working for Jim Bob, and they, mm-hmm. I think they just got comfortable, and maybe they're trapped. But they mm-hmm. seem to be working, or at least Jessa seems to willfully be doing things mm-hmm. Jim Bob would benefit from. Also, I thought about this too, um, just from a teacher's standpoint, because he tutors or home like helps homeschool all the younger younger kids, or did at some point. Yeah, I wonder if and he, how long that lasted. I don't know, but for a teacher, and he got the eighty thousand dollars. That's a lot for a teacher, so he was probably. Yeah. <laughs> so relieved and over the moon i i would be oh, against yeah. a teacher with that because mm-hmm. that's a lot for a teacher that's like I you know. have to be around here you have to be teaching for a long time. about 10 years to make that yeah and how, and now you have to have masters just to get mm-hmm. a little bit of a bump yeah what do you think about the the crew do you hold them accountable because mm. i used to I'm not really too. i used to think they were chill and cool and like a good outside world like a bridge to the outside world mm-hmm. and then she told that story about specifically scott enlow mm-hmm. who i don't know if i trust because he was the one that dragged his wife to china when she was pregnant and she gave birth there and they were so shocked that she gave birth in china when she was probably full term going to fucking china but anyway that aside she told the story of him, you know, sitting in their kitchen late at night after shooting. She talked about them shooting a lot after they were married, and I'm like, when? Like, I feel like we, mm-hmm. it must have been a lot of thrown away footage. Because there I mean, was like, like yeah, a, you were on the yeah. show, but you were never really alone. There was an episode where they all went to go visit her. Yeah, but like, she meant she that's acts all like, I really remember. Right, and she acts like they were there every single night, just like I guess maybe doing interviews that Mm must have been it but anyway you know just like after a night of filming sitting in the kitchen with him and him being like all right let's discuss how we're gonna do the birth and she's Mm -hmm. like well that's not I don't want to film it and he's like you know like the asshole answer would be like well that's not your decision but he didn't say that he was just kind of like okay what you know he had to skirt around it but also just the fact that she makes it, it seems like she thinks that he was as polite and understanding as he possibly could have been, but 
I don't believe it for a second. I think TV yeah. people are a different breed. TV I crew, thought it was film I thought crew. it was really weird and sketchy when she said she didn't want Samuel's birth filmed and he cried. And he, he was like cried. holding back tears. It's like I was like, Jill, what are you Dude, this to isn't your birth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you're not the one giving birth here, and, and I'm also, like, what is there to cry about? Are you? And it's like, are you really crying because you're not gonna get footage? Like, what the fuck? That's sketchy. And I wonder if like he was so worried about going home and or going back to the big house and getting the blow from Jim Bob that from must have not been. convincing her. That must have. I don't been, know because he must have been the cool like uncle. Yeah. You know, hanging out with them and oh, I'll get them to agree to it, and then he couldn't. Um, yeah. So, so weird. I just feel bad because it's just like she said a bunch of, like she just didn't have anybody she could trust and that fucking mm-hmm. infuriates me. Mm-hmm. Me too. I can't even and imagine. I I didn't know also how traumatic her birth her bo- both oh of her births God. were. The uterine rupture? Holy shit. Yeah, I mean, that and was, like, speculation, that, but... The fact that they had to do the C-section and they didn't have time to give her the medicine, mm-hmm. or at least the proper medicine, I was like, what the fuck? And if they, if they have to do an emergency C-section after she'd had an epidural and had been laboring that long, like, they only do that if you're about to die. Right. I mean, no, yeah, they only cut into you if, like, unmedicated... Well, I, she could have been a little medicated, but, like, still, like, not the spinal tap for C-section... Mm-mm. And she, yeah, she was in so much pain even after the epidural. So she was like, I don't know well, what I would have like, felt. And then I woke up and it, everything hurt. And yeah. oh my God, it was just the saddest. Oh, and fucking, how, the baby had a stroke? Yeah, That's he was traumatic. like deprived of oxygen for a long time. They didn't know if he, he had a, a brain bleed. They didn't know if he was going to have lasting effects. So... And... and they didn't get any fucking money. To pay for it. Well, mo- mostly for Israel's, because he was the actual film birth. But still, they didn't have money. Also, one thing, not to, like, jump around too much, but one thing quickly that really pissed me off was when she was like, when Derek went to college, his pa- his family encouraged him to get any scholarship he could, so he mm-hmm. did. So when it was time for law school, he did the same thing and applied for scholarships. Um... Except that they didn't want to give us scholarships because, mm-hmm. uh, according to our tax returns, we were making a lot of money. Oh my god, I don't even want to get into that because I have no knowledge and I don't know, I don't want to say the wrong thing. But basically, Jim Bob was declaring, you know, doing the taxes and declaring mm-hmm. that they were making hundreds of thousands of dollars when they were literally not getting paid anything. That is most. Mm-hmm. That is another like one of the things where they're like, "What the fuck? Why is this?" Paperwork and it was like this, it was when affecting, we didn't make a cent. Yeah, and it was affecting their future, their missionaries, their schooling, yes. their education. Like, what parent does that? No, and it's like, what? Okay, then will you pay for fucking law school? No, so give them no. the money. So I think they eventually. Long story short, to all this, this whole book is basically a back and forth. Not a back and forth because it's not from Jim Bob's perspective ever, but like a kind of back and forth with Jim Bob being withholding of money Mm -hmm. and basically human rights Mm -hmm. and when jim bob gave back that whole list of (gasps) things that had been charged for oh my gosh you need to read it but like the money that he kept that rightfully jill earned was going towards like 
Josie's math book and Jordan's violin, like things like that. It's insane. Okay, I have it right here. I got a Kindle today. I'm very excited. Oh. So Jim Bob and, well, Jim Bob. It says Jim Bob and Michelle, but it's just Jim Bob. Emailed them. I guess they had emailed them, you know, once again asking for fucking just answers. Just Yeah, the bottom kind of line. full contract. Yeah, full contract and just a what the hell is going on because he couldn't even be that decent. Basically, Jim Bob emailed them back saying, here are some of the low numbers on what was approximately spent. And this is, just makes me feel guilty for being a daughter. <laughs> just Me general. too. And I, I was just, like, oh I my was... god, I owe my parents this. Me too. And I was like, all right, this is, this is the point where she says, okay, you're right. I'm being ungrateful because that's what I would have done. Right. And so... I would have felt bad about it, but that's what I would have done. But she was so brave. Yeah. Apartment rent rate, 18000 Utilities discounted. 21,000 or 21,600 midwife education 5,000 okay that's the cheapest thing on this list (laughs) almost honda pilot 9,000 harp 15,000 did she even fucking want a harp i think they got it at us i thought they got the harp at from um, growing up dagger no it was an auction yeah but the um... first time they get a harp but then he's like oh you like harps let's get more anyway uh, furniture, 5000 They didn't fucking pay for furniture. TLC did, bitch. Yep. Oh, I guess they bought their own furniture, the house, or furniture for them when they were married. And then cell phone, 6000 Car insurance, 4800 Vehicle fuel, 4800 Eating out, $100 a month with family debit card. I thought that was also interesting that they gave the kids mm-hmm. debit cards. But anyway, nine hundred or $9,600. Clothes and goodwill on family debit cards, one thousand per year times eight years, eight thousand. Eating at home. Eating at home, thirteen thousand one hundred and forty dollars. So like groceries were on the family debit card too. I guess I. I guess in his eyes, well, just in his eyes, she's worth. The total was one hundred twenty nine thousand nine hundred forty dollars. Just is the beginning of Jill's expenses paid by Duggar family over the last several years. Just the beginning. I would have felt like a fucking dog. I wonder how long it took him to make that list. The audacity. The audacity that he has spends time Mm -hmm. on that. Rather, he could be doing so many other fucking things. Mm -hmm. I hate that man. I hate him so much. And then it's like, you'll you'll be... Yeah, and then he's like, you'll be written out of the will if you're ungrateful for all this. She's like, I don't want your fucking money. You're disgusting. Yeah, like, she, she's like, I don't want to inherit money. your money. I want the money that is mine from the show. Right. Yeah, that's like, that's not what she's talking about. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I hate him so much. And I'm starting, I'm... Uh, and then, of course, the book ends with her having um, Freddie and... Mm-hmm. Michelle being an angel, not, okay, I take that back, because that's a little too nice, but, like, Michelle being there and taking care of Jill, and that was very nice, and then when it was time for her to go home, she was like, oh, Dad's coming to pick me up, wink, wink, and Jill's like, yeah, Dad can come in if he wants, Mm -hmm. and that's how the book ends, and it's like, are you fucking kidding me? But I still, I mean, obviously her, she's gonna have not the best reputation after this book in his eyes. She is my new hero to me, but mm-hmm. for Jim Bob, I'm like, I would, again, how much do you think he is shitting his pants? 
I think they might do a statement like they did about shiny happy people and be like, this is propaganda, like this hurt us and this is propaganda and lies and you can't believe everything you read. Yeah. One thing that I was disappointed in Michelle for was when maybe the mediation, when it first started and they're like, that email you wrote us, because they had sent this long email about all Mm -hmm. their discrepancies and everything that they were asking, basically the mediation for and she was like, that email was, or he, Jim Bob said, that email. And Michelle said, mm-hmm. was so disappointing. It was so disrespectful. The, I'm like, the most come disrespectful, on, Michelle. The, that was the most disrespectful thing we'd ever read. Like, all right, you also and have I a child. Know, and who, I know that just, ex, like, shattered her heart. I'm Jill's sure heart, it did. It's got to be like when your dad yells at you for the first time or, like, the quiet parent, you know, mm-hmm. actually is mad at you for the first time. And it's like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I and they're just piling on the right. guilt. Like, you yeah. hurt us to our core. Like, okay. Mm-hmm. Did Josh not also offend you and hurt you? Did you ever talk to him like that? It's disgusting. It's disgusting. Mm-hmm. Bottom line, I want, I just want Jill to have every happiness. And mm-hmm. she deserves her fucking money. Bitch better have that money. Well, she's getting those those, those monthly payments now, so. I wonder if, like, <clears throat> the other kids, though, when they read that part, they're like, oh, we can do that, too? Like, we can I also, like, get I mean, that much? okay, $80,000 is a lot of money. It's more money than I'll probably ever see at one time. Hopefully not. Hopefully I'll get to see it one day, <laughs> at, like, all in all. But I get that. But also the kids just being like, whoop-de-doo! We're mm-hmm. pit, you know, like, great. Like, no, you should be saying, okay, where's the rest? I think when they start having eight and ten kids, they're going to yeah. be like, hey, Jill, how'd you do that again? I mean, no, we're and broke. you know what? Uh, trailers are awesome. If you live in a trailer, I'm so happy for you as long as you love it and everything. But, like, for not for nothing – I forgot his name for a second. John lives in a trailer. Mm-hmm. His beautiful family lives in a trailer. And his his dad and mom are living in that mansion. Which, mm-hmm. I mean, I know that if he ever needed to live there, they would let him. But you know what I mean? But that also could just be John's choice. Because mm-hmm. it seems like other brothers who seem to not have as good of a job, maybe... Mm-hmm. as others have been able to buy houses. Yeah. So that could just be John's choice, and that's totally fine. But, you know, yeah. just makes you wonder. And I really want to know what – I just – I wish we could see that Jim Bob Minion group chat. I know. Jesse, you got to put put up another video, do another sayings here. I think it would be really funny if – I'm just like, ha, they're so stupid. I don't even know what they – I don't read them. Oh, the one where the daughter was like, that's not sanitary. She's her her dad's daughter. <laughs> like, yeah, we know Ben's a germaphobe. Yeah. It's not that funny. Anyway, do you have any, let me look at my notes so I don't miss anything. Do you have any final thoughts or anything that we haven't covered? Uh, just, I, I hope that, like, she... Finds peace. I know she's still stressed about all this. It's so. And I can't imagine how m- much new stress comes with mm-hmm. the actual 
release of the book. Absolutely. And especially to how she was like, I got the check. And I knew this would be my first of many, but I didn't feel like celebrating because oh, of the way I got it. And right, yeah, I I just I just hope that she and can like find the cost of it, peace, yeah. yeah. And Me like too. whether whether that's having a distant relationship or no relationship with them or a closer relationship, which I think ultimately is what she wants. I hope, like, ultimately, I hope, yeah. ultimately that she finds peace. I also hope that if she wants to have more kids that she's able to. Yeah. Without feeling not guilty, but uh, mm-hmm. just peacefully. I think they just all have to be scheduled C-sections. Well, yeah, but I think I just hope that she doesn't have any more trouble. Yeah. Cuz I yeah. I like I like their kids and I mm-hmm. feel like if any of the kids are going to have kids then they need to cuz so far they seem to be doing a good job. Yeah. I, I wonder, she didn't mention if Israel was still in public school. So I'm assuming he is, because people thought that maybe when Josh got arrested initially, she people were speculating that maybe she took him out because of just mm-hmm. the attention. But I'm not really sure. I want to know. I'm I don't sure think he, they I bet, said for sure, yeah. N- no, and I don't know if there were signs to her homeschooling or what, but hopefully he is in school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hopefully. All right. I I am just glad that as awful and painful as everything she went through was, I'm glad that she explained it further in this book. Because until now, I really didn't know how affected she was by Mm -hmm. everything, like by being re-victimized, like she said. Yeah. And, yeah, it's horrible that it was released. It and is. she kept saying, like, she kept saying people were telling her she's blaming the wrong people. And at first, I mean, it it seemed like she really was. Like, all, none of the blame was on Josh. Like, yeah. no, nobody blamed Josh. And yeah. I'm glad that she sees now that, you know, he's a monster. She blamed Kathy Kelly, Rick Flair, <laughs> and the, I'm just kidding, I don't remember their names. The, and the I, parent I remember company, Kathy Kelly, yeah. Bauer. The, yeah, in touch and the weird. parent company, Bauer. <sighs> all in all, this was such a good book. Out of five stars, what would you give it? I would give it a 4.8. Okay. Because I there was a little bit more that I wanted to know, but I, that does leave room for another book. And some of it, like, she kind of jumped around a little bit. I would have liked it if it was more in chronological order instead of yeah, towards like, this the event. End. And then three years earlier, this happened. Yeah, towards the end. Uh, specifically when she was said, talk, told the pina colada story she was like it was september 2020 and then mm-hmm. like five minutes later in the audiobook she was talking about like 2019 yeah like november 20 i'm like wait where where are we like towards the end it started to jump around a little bit but all in all it was such a good book i would give it, it a 4.5 because i understand why she didn't want to explain certain things further like that's her mm-hmm. boundary she's allowed but i i love the tea mm-hmm. what can i say i want to i want to know she more gave us yeah tea. I want to know more about her hitting Josh like her when she punched him. I want to know about that. I want to know if that was true or if Amy was making that up because I recently read the police report and it basically just says one of, and it could have been a different incident actually now that I think about it because there, of course there were like five or six different incidents, but mm-hmm. one of them was like the daughter pulled the blanket 
and he was like pulling the blanket away and she pulled it back so maybe that was her like Mm -hmm. hitting him and then being like don't take my blanket you dick Mm -hmm. i don't know i don't want to know but like i do want to know just just about that part not Mm -hmm. about anything else i just want to know if she actually did hit him and how Mm -hmm. hard have you ever read jeanette mccurdy's book Yes. I'm glad my mom died. Um, so I yes. read I read that one right before this one. And so it was kind of hard to like compare because she Jeanette McCurdy was so vulnerable and that was the most she had the most depressing life. And I don't Oh my gosh. It's it was such a shock to how to like I can't even imagine. Like compared I mean without sexual abuse, Jill was on fucking rainbows and marshmallows compared to Jeanette McCurdy. Yeah. But But she was sexually abused, too. Yeah, well, yes, but, like, I'm I'm just saying, like, compared to Jeanette's upbringing in life, Mm -hmm. Jill had a great life. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Just compared without all all the abuse. She, she too, was, she just told every detail, no matter how embarrassing it was, and it was so well-written and captivating. It was beautiful beautiful i think jim bob has to die before we get the full i'm sorry well like that's why she's her mom's dead so she can and so so she can she can be like that Mm -hmm. that word that was also shocking when she talked about her grandparents because i remember after her mom died she like lived with them and i just remember like a small period of time when she would put like on vine and stuff and they were like cute and it was like hard to hear how awful they were well just the grandma yeah not the grandpa the, gr- the grandma was, was she was a bitch on one yeah now we know where the mom gets it yeah that i can't even <sighs> talk about being trapped mm-hmm. it's so sad so sad okay well i will let you go because it is Alrighty. a school night but this Thanks. i'm so glad we did this me too. Me too. It was so good. Oh my god, now I want... I just... And now I'm like, okay, next thing. Because, like, we've been so blessed. We've been so I know. blessed with shiny, happy people and then this. I know. I know. There but might like, be, like, a like a break from stuff for a while. I don't know. Yeah. Well, and then... Really I'll, I'll send you the little Q&A that I watched before this. That they did okay. the book signing. And someone... Because they were asking good questions. And someone asked if they'd okay. ever do a reality show again. And they were like, they didn't say yes or no. They were more just like, I mean, they basically just said, our problem with reality shows that we've been on is that we were, we had no control and we had no mm-hmm. say. So they didn't necessarily say, like, we're against reality shows. They But they also mm-hmm. didn't say, like, we're open to it. Or maybe they didn't. I don't really remember. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that was basically it. But that kind of That would be kind of fun to see them unfiltered like that. It was. It was cute. Yeah. I mean, it was pretty I mean, like, chill, but yeah. yeah. Well, that's cool. also, it's like, I want to get them drunk. I know. Like, chill, coming over to my house, have a pina colada. I know. Anyway. All right, well. Everyone let us know what you thought of the book. Yes. I'm so curious. <laughs> yes. Join our little book club. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Raised on Reality Pod, and tell us what you think of the book, and if you like the podcast, we're leave us a review all that jazz so yeah see you next time see you next time